what music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? So this is like our entrance music? Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's a good question. I kind of like, I don't, uh, I don't this endorse. This is kind of like wrestling, right? Yeah, this exactly. Is like, I don't endorse. Not that any. I've ever watched wrestling. We can't, we can't endorse <laughs> wrestling. I don't think. I like, re- I like real sports. I not 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 <laughs> real sports. <laughs> Nice. People are already watching like, pre- is this the sermon review? Yeah. yeah. If, if I watch <laughs> yeah, a bunch of guys pretend, I'll go watch Hamilton or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did no, you no. see that thing about the church that like made their own version of Didn't Hamilton? Didn't they get oh into some pretty gosh. deep legal Like Disney issues? sued them or something. Yeah. Like, they yeah. changed all the lyrics yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah. Granted, it's fairly illegal. You're do not you, supposed to do it. But yeah, they fell into deep legal remember when we did that with trouble. The Greatest Show? I wasn't for the lyrics, did we? Yeah, we a thousand percent did oh, the greatest uh, sermon. Don't worry about it. Is it? I think that was when I first arrived. Yeah, probably. I, sh- I feel the obligation to let you guys know at this point that we are live. Hey, oh, so <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, because you said you were going to tell us and then you just didn't. No, so. I didn't tell you. Yeah, we're we're actually. Well, I asked the question, live. then he's like, "Wait a second, ask it again." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. figured that was your way of saying nope, we were, we're live. definitely live. Uh, people will be watching. So Sweet. let that so the guide your answer as I, to what your entrance. I music don't know be. the song, and I can't probably endorse it. But that song that's like. <laughs> Like, I would Isn't absolutely. Isn't that the Brooklyn Nine Nine theme tune? Well, it is, but it's another song besides that, um, which I can't really endorse the show either. But I would absolutely choose that music to every oh. single time I walk into a room. Just so quiet. Like I'm in the library. No, I never go to a library. I'm in the church office. I was going to say that was a t- <laughs> that was a tough sell. <laughs> Okay, fine. When I'm in Taco Bell. Okay, fine. When I walk into Taco Bell <laughs> to pick up my thing, and it's just like that'd be sick. It's kind of like, it also reminds me of the John Cena one. I'm back to wrestling again. I suppose. Oh, dude. Yeah. What's up with you uh, and your wrestling John reference? John Cena. Yeah, yeah, that guy with like the trumpets. Yeah. Is that what, is so that your, good, dude. Is that, is that my answer? Yeah, is that your answer? Oh, I don't know. Can't see me. My time um, is now. Oh, goodness. It's such a difficult question. I think it would just be a power move just to have like a, a royal fanfare. Ooh. Like, such a British I, thing to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Queen can have one. Well, Queen can have one, not the king. <laughs> The queen, the king, the the queen, the king can have one. <laughs> Train wreck! Oh, my gosh. oh man! Oh no! What's happening? Hey y'all! For yeah. those of you that might be watching, say a prayer for James right now. I apologize, England. I'm sorry. Oh, I get reprimanded at the next the meeting. Queen. The queen. The queen. <laughs> Mi6 is gonna call you, and they're like, "Dude, you need to knock it off." God save our gracious oh, queen. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, Royal fanfare. So you want like the yeah. So, no, if it's good enough for the queen, it's good enough for me. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. I feel so. Okay, so my answer, I don't know that it would even be a song. There was a, a sound effect that we had during kids' camp. Um, when oh, nice. Yeah. So like, whenever the main character, I don't know if it's the main character, but he was the main antagonist. The main, yeah. Maybe he would come on stage, and there was a little sound effect. It was like a little jingle. It would go boom, boom, and it was oh, like nice. little tom yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I would want whenever I walked in anywhere. Just like open the door, boom, boom, and just Ooh, it's like walk. suspense. That, yeah, yeah like that is that. kind of. Sus- I would be like, oh my gosh. It's exactly right. Be yeah. like, oh, he's here. What's gonna? Yeah, happen? people would look for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. people be like, uh. <laughs> 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 Get that. that noise. I don't know if that comes from anything, but I never it's home fails. Improvement. Is it really? It's, yeah, it's home improvement. I couldn't tell oh, you who does dude. it, but that's what it's from. I forgot all about that that's show. That's the Tim Allen yeah. one. Tim Allen one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which Tim Allen is so funny. The Buzz Lightyear one. He's very funny. He's so funny. Yeah. Exactly. That noise comes from that? Mm-hmm. Is that the dude that's over the other side of the fence? I think it is, actually. I think it's the neighbor. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Wilson. Is Wilson his name? I, I want to say know. Wilson, but it's then all so I think about is the volume. Robert, can you get on that, please? Yeah, Robert. Can you be looking up Home Improvement right now? The fact that you're not already shows that you're not then, paying attention. I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we miss Daniel, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, we love you, but we miss Daniel. <laughs> so when Daniel comes back, wow. we should have Daniel at the table, and we should have Robert at the other table. <laughs> Having them rich so you can look it up faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Robert, we love you, dude. <laughs> like, we do. Well, we should have said that first. Uh, Holy cow. We got a funny way of showing it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We love you. We're glad that you're here. Goodness. Okay. We should well, guys, probably like review a sermon or something. Yeah, I was just about to bring yeah. us on track here. <laughs> yeah. So this weekend so we Jay had Pastor, sermon. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We had Pastor Kevin Thompson here with us. Um, mm. And man, I love that guy. Uh, he, yeah. a great communicator. He's funny. Yes, he is. We were just talking about that. He's hilarious. 
I'll he's, tell you this as well. Like he comes across as a super nice guy. Like on stage, he comes across as a nice, like oh, no. you know, that Southern kind of Arkansas guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is exactly that when you meet him as well, oh, okay. like off the stage. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like I was standing by the first time. No, he yeah, is man. absolutely that off stage as absolutely. well. He's he one of those just super nice, genuine guys who's mm-hmm. a, like an honor to to just be around and chat with. And yeah. I enjoyed just having him in the building. It was great. He's yeah. pretty snacky, I guess. I caught the eleven thirty service, and he admitted to like destroying. Pastor Jeremy's snacks in the uh, in the in between in services, yeah, in his office. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty great. Well, I think they were probably left for him. So yeah, <laughs> I don't so. think Pastor Jeremy's grieving too. Oh, hard. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad he <laughs> sure, did. Sure, sure. I mean, I know, I know, I certainly snack on those when I'm in there. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, for those of you that don't know, in Pastor Jeremy's office, he has like multiple little bowls of candy, and so yeah. I think that is that what you're referring to, or yeah, it sweetens snacks? up the news he has to give me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I just was like, it's just to keep the junior high team distracted while yeah. the real work gets done, you know? <laughs> oh while the gosh. real pastors work. <laughs> Your um, words. <laughs> I'm kidding. Did, gosh. did either of you catch the, the title of his sermon? Did he? It was called Choosing People Over Things. Choosing People Over Things. Because yep. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't catch the that title. That makes a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. I did catch the, um, the scripture yeah. reference. So yeah. yeah, Choosing People Over Things. And he was in Luke 12, 13 through 21. Yes. Well, like a computer. Go. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it is right here. But no, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just read it from a script. I'm no, just kidding. <clears throat> um, so one of the things actually before we dive in that he had talked about that I want to highlight really quick is um, you know, before he even launched into his sermon, he was talking about just being like grateful about like what God is doing here in the church. And for yeah. somebody who's a guest speaker that's not here that often, uh, and I know, I mean, I, I say that he's here. Uh, more often than not, yeah, just yeah. because we love having him around. He's a great guy. Um, but for somebody who's here, uh, not as often as like the three of us are, people that are full-time here doing this thing, to recognize that God is doing something really, really powerful here was so cool. I said that weird, powerful. Um, yeah. But equally, one of the things that it made me think of was uh, lately I was looking up and doing some research, but um, the part of the brain that is utilized to recall things that are associated with joy and excitement cannot be at the same time activated to be anxious or afraid. So, and mm. linking that to being, uh, to having a spirit of gratitude, like when you're actively being thankful for something, the same oh. part of your brain that is active in recalling those good things cannot be at the same time activated to be anxious. You can find that by the way, cause I really went into it. There's a guy, his name is Dr. Alex Korb. He wrote a book called The Grateful Brain that came out in 2012. Mm. So for those of you that might be interested He's not a Christian that, guy. I don't believe so. Bro, tell me why science could not just accept that the Bible's right. And I don't God get is real. it either. I just, it, but it's always proven say, time and time again. All that to say, I think that was really, really cool because I think he gets, I mean, uh, you know, Pastor Kevin talks about so many great, great themes in his message and, and anxiety being one of those, um, which we'll get into later. But that was just one of the things that I was like, oh, you know what? I, I remember hearing that. I want to go research it. So um, yeah, I just f- uh, figured I would throw that in there. So that's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So be grateful about things. In well, it makes sense. Grateful, I know that like period. Pastor Jeremy's talked before about um, just that idea of gratitude. And if you are focused like an on attitude gratitude, of it, maybe. Yeah. Having an attitude of gratitude. Oh, he said oh. it. Uh, yeah. I'll preach. No, it's classic, classic pastor phrase. But I mean, if, if you're so focused on the things that you're thankful for, uh, then it's, it's impossible to be focused on the things that you're, you know, missing or that you feel yeah. like you are owed that don't have. And, it's cool that there's science behind it. Like, yeah. like genuinely, that's the way that the brain's created. Like that, right. that stuff, yeah. kind of like you said, like it just points towards God. Yeah. All of these things, these little intricacies point towards an intelligent creator who knew what he was yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's I'll, even get, man. I'll even get a little vulnerable too. So the other night I was worried about, uh, for those of you that don't know, I don't even know that you guys know this. I, I'm a huge worrier. I always have been. I just, for whatever mm. reason, I just uh, tend to lean towards worrying about things. Like a worry wart. I really am. I have been for as long <laughs> as I can remember. You wee am a worry wart. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and so I was laying in bed the other night, and I was, like, worrying about the things that I typically worry about. And um, and I, I this study came to my mind, and I had, in that moment thought to myself, okay, I can decide to continue worrying about this thing, or I can just 
really reframe my thought process here and just mm-hmm. learn to be thankful about some of the things that maybe did happen in a said circumstance or said situation or whatever it was, right? Um, and I found myself actually being able, and usually I, I keep myself up at night, like I can't fall asleep because I'm just thinking about my mm-hmm. day or thinking about whatever. Um, but going through and reframing those circumstances in a way that I was able to actually be thankful, like, you know, God, I'm thankful that I have friends in my life, or I'm thankful that I have, you know, my wife, that she's able to support me and encourage me, or I'm thankful that I have friends like you guys to call me out on things that I'm like being a bonehead about or whatever. Um, so it was just a really, really neat thing to see this in action, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I love the example he uses in the very beginning. He's like, how many of you guys were thankful that you did not win the lottery? Uh-huh. And it's like, nobody's thankful that they didn't win the lottery. But when you reframe it and you see that like winning the lottery destroys your life pretty much. Yeah. Um, you're like, Oh, I guess I could be thankful for that because yeah. there was an old yeah. British sitcom that I remember vividly. It was called only fools and horses and it's only fools. <laughs> it's my and memoir. Horses. It's like an old Sounds phrase. Like oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds <about> autobiography. <laughs> It comes from this old phrase of, uh, you know, only fools and horses work. Like there's, you know, there's some phraseology here. Either way, it's about these two wheeling and It's a British thing. uh, Just don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I can't explain this to you people. (laughs) (laughs) You people. (laughs) (laughs) Americans. Just like gumballs, Um, right? Yeah, just like gumball machines. Um, (laughs) It was this old sitcom. I remember it. It's uh, an American thing. This wheeling dealing set of brothers that their whole goal in life was to become millionaires. And the older brother would always say, they, they would come up with all these antics to try and get rich. The older brother would always say, this time next year we'll be millionaires. Like that was their one goal. That's what they were focused on, pushing towards. And someone in the show at one point goes, you know, money won't make you happy. Mm. And he goes, takes a sting out of being poor though, doesn't it? (laughs) 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 Start with me. But we've had this conversation in our family of like, what would we do with that money? Like, it's a fun thing to think about. And then you even take it to the ridiculous lengths of going to Zillow. And you start looking at properties, you Been know, exotic, oh, yeah. far away, and you start yeah. typing in. Well, what if the lower limit was like twenty million dollars? Like, what sort of house could I afford then? And you just look around. It's a fun thing to think about, and then you always come crashing down to earth. And the phrase normally gets said, "Well, money wouldn't make us happy," yeah. and very often it always comes back with, "Well." I'd like the opportunity to to see, and that's exactly yeah. what he said. So when he said that, I'm if like, only, if only you can listening? test. I wish God would test me that way. <laughs> I'm built say. different. Yeah, yeah, I can handle it. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So this made me think, like, genuine question. Yeah. And oh, don't give me good. no Bible school answer. Yeah, here. I'll try. No promises. Genuinely, like, yeah. yes, you're gonna, yes, you're gonna tithe. Yes, yeah. you're gonna do all that. Yep. What's the first thing you do? Having one, what do you say? Was it like four million dollars or whatever? I, f- I, I think he what said. Well, I remember him saying it was like power million, but the amount was like a billion dollars. So I don't know what the take home okay. is. So say you get taxed on like sixty like percent of that. Sure. So say you're walking home with four hundred yeah, million dollars, right? Sure. Okay. What you doing with it? Who wants to go first? I already know my answer because I finally think about buying it Bitcoin. Often. No, I'm just kidding. Finally, <laughs> finally buying <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, actually, I would take my wife. We would travel. My wife would travel. My and, wife actually really likes. And then what? This does. You have four hundred million travel, and then what do you do we, after that? We travel four hundred million dollars worth, bro. Like we do okay. everything. Okay. No, we'd probably travel with my wife. Um, she actually, this is crazy. I never thought of this before. It just came to me right now. Um, she watches a whole lot of YouTube of this couple who has their own boat and they like sail around and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah. It'd be trippy to like. No, I watch for my those. Wife. I watch those guys. Do you actually? Which ones are? There's a few of them. Is it Sailing La Vagabond? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm not on that Do, side of YouTube. Guys. You don't. Okay. So they, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Basically, right? them and their family own a catamaran. And, and all they dope. do... Yeah, it's it like it's a legit boat. Like, it's yeah. cool. Like, I don't even know if boat's the right term It's like for. That, them okay. and two kids. Okay. Yeah. And literally, they just sail. Just sail around. They've uh, been in the, the videos I've watched. They were in the Caribbean or whatever. But yeah. they literally just sail around and just and have a And vlog the whole thing. And, and they've yeah. been doing it for years. Like, their kid... They have kids, but they started like even before I think they had any kids, or maybe they had one. But yeah, I think so. It's crazy. So I think they got a new one about a year ago. So just just getting into the details. Got a new one. Anyways, so um, (laughs) so much more hilarious. A new boat. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's interesting. No, I watch a bunch of other people. You thought I'd be kids, right? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the afternoon energy we're bringing to this podcast, but it's so much more different. It's so it's much different. Di- more different than than, than usual. Yeah, I but, don't know, man. Um, oh, gosh, I know. No, I, I watch a bunch take- of travel YouTubers. Yeah. There's a bunch of them out there. Uh, just watching them like go around. I would probably travel too with a little bit. Yeah. yeah. 
first class. Like there's a hundred percent. There's an airline that has a suite called the Residence, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's like Emirates or something. They have it on like an A380, but it's basically a mini apartment. So you just have a whole little a hotel plane? room to yourself in a plane. Yep, your own bathroom, your own. What? And it's, you go back uh, towards the end of it. Look this up. The Residence is what it's called. I Robert, think. Look this up. Yeah. Is that a TS or a CE? the last thing we asked you to look up? I don't even know. Is that a CE or a TS residence? What? What? It's probably CE. Don't worry about it. He was asking about the spelling of the airline. stupid question. I don't know how to spell residence. But anyway, that's the name of the product that they offer. And it's you go back and it's got like a double bed in the back of the... Talk about figure out which airline it is? What? I'm working on it. Oh, he's working on he's, it. Okay. He's I don't have my computer, so it's just like <laughs> I have oh, to type in my phone. phone. Yeah. yeah, blame your tools. That's right. Uh, <laughs> all that to say, I would fly that, and that's 25000 there right out the window. Oh, yeah. Dude. Okay. Okay. Wow. So travel. Well, travel. That's the main thing I would do. I what? mean, I could think of yeah. more, but What else would know. you do? Travel? That's it? I don't think that would be it. I would want to, I mean, I said no Bible school answers. I obviously tithe. I would want to give. I would want to make sure that's all taken care of and buttoned up. You're breaking your own rule. I know. But I think I would also want to do, I don't know. I'd want to do something special for friends and family. Like not just like give them a bunch of money, but like actually, I don't know, do something special. I don't know what that would look like, but. Throw a big party. Yeah, something. I, I've always yeah, that's thought, a good like, idea, too. My father-in-law talked about this occasion. <laughs> like, I make it sound like all I ever talk about is what would happen if we win $400 yeah. million. Dollars. Yeah. Um, but one thing that we talked about was, like, what if you did, like, this huge party? You invited, like, a bunch of your friends and your family, and then on the way in, you talked about, like, doing a party game, and you just had them write down, like, their biggest need, like, the thing they want the most in the world right now. Had them write it down, and then you just had a team of people working behind the scenes to go out and buy the stuff oh, that they're talking about, and then just... Give it to him. Give it to him. Like Dude, right then and there. That could be cool. If I ever go to your house now, I know. I'm going to put like, <laughs> I'm going to put something if real nice on there. A party I don't days. know what makes you think you'd be invited. So. <laughs> oh, burn. I'm kidding. Just of finding out right now I don't make the friends invited. and family category. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Co- I'm, a, I'm a coworker, I guess. I'm not an acquaintance, right? Please don't tell me. <laughs> I'm an acquaintance. How low can we go? Crushing. You're, all fra- you're family. Get out of here. Aww. You're both. Um, oh, shucks. Thanks, sport. I don't. So, are you, is it that it? That's all you would do. Four. You have four hundred million. That's all you would do. I mean, there's a list, but we've only got so long. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, there'd be things. I, it would be nice to imagine, like, there's times where I'm, like, editing a video or whatever. I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had a, you know, better camera, more powerful computer. Sure. Yeah. Not being able to have to worry about, you know, how I'm going to get that would be nice. Yeah. You know, things like that. But Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So um, I think about this often and only, and this is why. So when uh, I was little, uh, I grew up here in Modesto, so we've seen kind of Modesto go through a lot of, like, uh, changes as far as, like, structures and buildings and fields turning into, like, housing complexes and stuff, which is... Yeah, you know, or churches. Seeing, or churches, yeah. yeah. Honestly, we're seeing that now, too. But so my you'd dad... buy Modesto. What's that? you buy Modesto is what That would be crazy. Well, not necessarily, but what I'm getting at is, is that as my dad and I would drive by these fields that were like, hey, for sale, my dad would always ask me, what would you do with this? Like, if you were to buy this oh. piece of property, what would you do with oh. it? He would always ask me that. And so I play this game quite often in my head now, just yeah. from a young kid growing up, right? And so what I would do if I won the lottery is I would, um, I would pay off all of my family's and friends' houses mm. uh, so that they could either rent that out or live in it for the rest of their life without having mortgage payments. Yeah. I'd also pay off all of uh, cars. So like cars that we own, friends' yeah. cars that we yeah. own. And then what I debt. would do... It's a good Dave Ramsey answer. Yeah. yeah, and then what I would do is that I would go and um, buy a house um, with land on it. And then I would just rent out all of the properties that I own and just do that. Oh, Monopoly not style. I, I wouldn't work and I would yeah. just like go do what I wanted to do for yeah. free. Like I would go and play music or yeah. I don't know like do missions work or like yeah. charity stuff. I know that sounds like it's- Pass, go, collect no, $200. That's literally, that's yeah, you play Monopoly. What happens if I land on your spot? Just, no, I'm just kidding. I just paid if off you your house, bro. Properties? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's if he's classed as friends or family. Yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do two of those blows, guys. You just don't tell me. Just don't tell me what I am. Don't tell me what I mean oh to you. Oh my gosh. Well, well that's, a fun, that's a fun route to go down, like to, yes. to think about. But I think what, to bring us back to the fact that we're, you know, yeah. talking about a sermon here. Yeah. Uh, what Kevin ends up driving towards is just this idea of, 
if that becomes all you're pining after and it becomes literally what's at the forefront of your mind and it stops you from doing other things but i thought it was a great way to open it and i don't know how many other people leave a comment or uh let us know uh if that's you james at (laughs) (laughs) tuesday we're not gonna play that game again man i know i did it last Um, week (laughs) with the email address sorry about that again uh no it's all good but yeah seriously let us know if if you play that game and uh and what you would do, because it's something yeah. that I think we all do and, and think about. I was encouraged that most of our answers had to do with like others. Like we want to bring other people along in the blessing. And like, I know one of the things he talks about is like Genesis 12, Abraham's calling. God tells Abraham, hey, I'm going to bless you specifically in your family so that you may be a blessing to others. I think you have it open. Yeah. Do you want to read it? I have Genesis 3 open because oh, I was I'm really excited to talk about how the enemy works. Because I have that guy. We can still get into it. that guy locked in. Yeah, dude. We'll get to it in a second. We'll save it. But I could go to... Oh, could find it in Genesis 12. Here we go. Sorry, I did So easy. I got you right now. Oh, okay. Good. Sorry. Thank goodness it was right in the top of it. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Genesis 12, verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Mm. So good. It's good stuff, man. There's a, there's a saying, uh, it says blessed to be a blessing. I'm sure you guys have heard that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've also heard the shirt too, from Forever 21 good... with it on it. No, What's that? <laughs> so I have a shirt from Forever 21 with it on there. <laughs> no, oh gosh, I want to see it sounds like it or like a pillow from Hobby Lobby or something. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say that is <laughs> on someone's wall somewhere from Hobby <laughs> Lobby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but there's also another thing that I've heard though too, where um, like they say that if you, if like God gives you a blessing in your hands and you're holding onto it so tightly, you physically can't receive anything in this posture. Oh, that's good. And yeah. so like it, it, to, to receive something else, you have to let go. Yeah. And you have to be able to um, lead open-handedly. I know that that's another phrase, but um, being blessed so that you can bless other people. Um, yeah. I think that's... Yeah. Good- well, I think there's an important lesson in the idea of, of the fact that there's blessing in generosity. And this is clear all throughout Scripture, I think, that there's, there seems to be, when you give, when you're open-handed with what you have, yeah. there's blessing that comes from that. Sure. Uh, Malachi 3.10 talks about that. Um, God says to test him in this area. If we give, yeah. that he will th- see if I won't throw open the, the gates of heaven and blessing you. Sure. Now, where we've messed that up as a, as a people and where we've messed that up as a society and as Ooh, a I think I know where people, this is going. Yeah, and I have a really interesting follow-up. Entire mess this up yeah. is that we have then turned around people who are peddling this heresy all over yeah. uh, the Christian circles are saying that if you give then you will receive monetarily like if you give monetarily yeah. you will receive monetarily uh, maybe can I clarify to you it, it may not be monetarily but it could be materialistically yeah because it may not just be money like God is going to give you something material based Right, as a return for what you give, like he's absolutely. a bank, like he's a bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like a stockbroker you know, or something. Yeah, which yeah. is absolutely how scams work. There are scams oh, totally. out there saying if you just give this amount, then more will be applied to you. Right now, dude, we almost got Facebook Marketplace scammed like that. My wife and I, totally, yeah. really? it's out there. Yeah, it's oh, it's wow. a scam. And so, if you're hearing that from a preacher or a church. I'll just go ahead and tell you that's a scam. That, that is not right. right. That is absolutely biblical. heretical. <laughs> what the Bible says is that there is a blessing that comes from it. Now, the blessing might not always look like what yeah. we would most want out of ourselves for it to look like. Yeah. For example, you know, it's not always going to be money back. It's not always going to be uh, in the way that we think it is. Sometimes it comes in the change of attitude or a change of yeah. spirit, whereby when we give and we're generous and we're open-handed, that something loosens in our hearts and that's the blessing that we receive. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah walking in freedom from totally. being ruled by your possessions. Yeah. 100%. And so I, I think there's absolutely blessing that comes from giving. Um, one of the things I do want to get into <clears throat> um, is, sorry, I'm drinking, dude, I don't know what it is. I'm drinking this water, but it's almost making my throat feel like there's more stuff in it. I don't know what's going oh, on. water? Yeah. I it was coffee. You don't drink coffee. Why? I don't drink coffee. This is my first I day alive. Say Jeez, that in the church. He's a tea what guy. I will only drink coffee. Yeah. And he will only drink tea. And I'm from England. You yeah. think I would drink tea? I wow. Well, yeah. what I was going to say was I want to get into the um, the origin, or not the origin text, Ooh. but like the text for. Yeah, I have sermon. a really interesting tie if you give me one second. Yeah, no, to no, no, find. no, please. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. The Go thing it. I'll say is yep. I think it's so interesting that. Ta 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 ta. I just love that we um, haven't even got 
anywhere close to the text that he used. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're honestly, still in, we're still in the intro well, up yeah, here. Yeah, as you're looking that up. So what I would, what I was going to say was is um, for those of you that might have been following along in, with sermon notes this weekend, you would have mm-hmm. noticed that Kevin Pastor Kevin didn't have any like points to follow. So uh, hence the nature of this podcast today is going to be yeah. very much like talking in themes and kind of generalities, if you will. Um, so. Uh, just with that said, notice that if we really don't stick to like anything pertaining to this, we'll try our best to keep coming back to it. But all that to say, if you have specific questions about something that might have resonated with you or stuck out to you, or that you were like, I've you know highlighted something for yourself, please throw a comment um, so that we can talk about it. So, yeah, yeah, okay. No, the tie that popped into my head as you were talking about Malachi 3.10 yeah. is that he's talking about, so this is how it reads, bring the full tithe into the storehouse yep. that right. there may be food in my house. And I just love how like Jesus in Luke 12 is going to share a parable about a guy bringing all of his stuff into his storehouses and how that plays out very differently than when you bring it into the Lord's house and like when you dedicate it to the That's Lord. Great. And I thought That's it was a like parallel. a really interesting like parallel as far as like your possessions, like which maybe which barn are you putting it in or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's um, awesome. So I, that just popped into my head. Thank you, Spirit. But Oh, you know, it also reminds oh, me yeah. of another thing too. So when it says, um, oh, something about the labor's labor in vain, um, help me out, guys. Oh, um, oh my goodness. Isn't it something to do with like if the Lord, something if about the, the foundation of the house If the Lord like doesn't that? build the house, then the labor's labor in vain. Something like that, yeah. And so I think too, when he says, I'll put it into my storehouse, uh, back in the day, I would have to imagine that it was a storehouse that he probably would have had to have built himself. I can tell you that Psalm 127. My guy. When the Lord builds the house, it's builders labor in vain. I think it's the NIV. But. That's okay. Well, all, all that to say that... What's when, the message? No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. No, uh, if just, you build it without it God, me. then it, uh, it's useless. <laughs> That's what the message says. That's what it made me think of is that scripture (laughs) when it talks about like, you know, as you're saying the, the difference of, uh, you know, bringing it into something that's man-made, uh, versus bringing it into something that was built for the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the text that we're going to be speaking out of, or that pastor Kevin spoke out of, uh, was Luke chapter 12, uh, verses 13 through 21. Um, and I'll, it says the parable of the rich fool. So I'll read it for you guys right now. It says, someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, and this is Jesus, but Jesus said to him, man, who made me judge or arbiter over you? And he said to them, take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. Did I say that right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Point for me. Also translated as greed, I think, right? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading out of the um, ESV. Sure. It says, uh, for one's life does not consist of the abundance of his possessions. And he told them a parable saying this, the land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops, as you were just saying, Nathaniel, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all of my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So this, uh, excuse me, so is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Initial thoughts, dude, I love God and Jesus are such savages in the way that they reply. Like Jesus responds, man, who made me a judge? Like that's the (laughs) way I hear him saying that. He's like, come on, man. And then God just tells the dude, fool. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, I, I mean, they call out, you know, Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit have never been afraid to call out people on their, on their games that they play. Right. So this, this reminds me, uh, I, so my, my father, uh, my dad, he's from Mexico and out there, he has a couple of friends that own like, like huge, like plots of land, like, like ranches, like very, very big ranches out there. And so, um, his friend divided his ranch with his brother and they were arguing much like these guys were about like, Hey, yeah. have him to split the thing. So they were splitting the property down the middle. And the other brother was arguing that the fence line was too far over and that he was jipping him for like property or whatever. And so my dad and his friend uh, were out walking his part of the property. And uh, 
as my dad was giving him all this advice about like, well, you could, you know, take him to court and then we could sue and we could do all this stuff. And he was like, well, you could do that. Or you could, you know, he was talking him through it as my dad is going on and on and on. Uh, his friend reaches down and picks up a rock from the, from the grass. And he goes, he's t- telling my dad, he goes, Hey, when I die, do you think I can take this one with me? And my dad caught it and was like, yeah, you're right. You can't. And he goes, I don't care. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm just going to push the fence line and give it to my brother. What's five feet? It's like, when I die, I'm not taking any of this with me. What's the point? And I think wow. the same is true here, right? What's it going to, what's the point that you're going to be, you know, storing up and you're going to be taking care. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying, I'm not arguing that it's not good to take care of your family. I'm not arguing that you shouldn't do those things, but when it becomes the sole focus, and I think yeah. this is part of the point that Pastor Kevin is getting into, right? When you, uh, uh, we were kind of chatting about it before we started, right? The difference between selfishness and selflessness. Mm-hmm. When your greed, um, and greed is a selfish thing. When it focuses mm-hmm. on that, it takes you away from the selflessness that God calls you yeah. to. So I thought that was a really, really interesting thing. Just a life experience that I had that I was like, whoa, memory unlocked, you know? Yeah, so, that's, that's, great. that's crazy. I think a couple of things that, that I observe out of that passage is that first of all, Jesus is talking about some, you know, some grand truths he's teaching. He's in the middle of teaching and this dude stands up asking Jesus to help settle. Hey, a yo, that's dispute. cool. But what about my yeah, brother? Though? Like, <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, but <laughs> here's my problem. Can you have a very it? real so issue. I just, you know, I, I love that. <laughs> I like Jesus's response there too. Of like, what do you want me to, uh, it's, it's entirely focused on the wrong thing. And I always yeah. come back to one of my favorite uh, kind of accounts in the New Testament is Mary and Martha. And, you know, Martha's all uh, annoyed because she feels oh, yeah. like she's owed help. And she's like, Jesus, are you going to help settle this dispute? And it's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing that's going on here. And Jesus responds, um, you know, again, by saying, "You, this isn't the issue at play. Yeah. Uh, and that's effectively what he does here too is this is not the issue that's at play. This is not really what's going on. Like, who am I, a judge or an arbitrator over every one of your little problems? Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And he goes after the heart. He goes after what's under it. Because the bottom line is this guy's covetous heart yeah. is yeah. going to be far more problematic for him than whatever, whether he wins or loses this dispute. Sure. Yeah. And so I, I just love that there's always there's always a heart issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Jesus goes straight for it. I love it. It, um, it also reminded me of Matthew chapter six, uh, and I'll read it to you right now. Um, and you're going to know it the second I start reading it. It says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but instead lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, it lends a really interesting question, right? For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Um, viewer, where's your heart? What are the, some of the things that you treasure the most? Yeah. And I think if you can be honest with yourself when asking that question, it'll reveal a lot to you about where your, um, where your loyalties really lie. Mm-hmm. Do they lie in your job that provide for you? And, and Pastor Kevin, I'm actually going to bring it up again because it was so good. Uh, oh gosh, where is it? Uh, the way to spiral into anxiety is what he says, or worry is to buy the lie that things, uh, that the thing that stands between you and a fulfilled life mm. is a paycheck. Yeah. Is it yeah. your job that is where your treasure is? Is it your kids? Is it your possessions? Is it your car? Is it your house? What is it? Because if it's not Christ, I'll tell you, it's not going to last. Yeah. Never does. Yeah. Well, I think the places that are most obvious to check of the things that we prize most, if our treasure is, you know, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Where's your heart at? I think the two places that are the first you check is your calendar, Mm -hmm. where you spend your time. Oh, interesting. And your checkbook. Mm-hmm. Okay. No mm-hmm. spends checks anymore. I've never. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember the last time your I wrote ca- a check. Your calendar and your banking uh, app. Yeah, well, yeah, your <laughs> yeah, bank yeah, statement. Yeah. There you go. Your, your yeah. calendar bank and your statement. bank statement. Hey, yep. where, what do those reflect? Because 
you know, I was encouraged too. Like we all talked about, you know, okay, 400 million, we're going to give people some stuff. Like that's yeah. what we talked about, right? We're yeah. going to give. Um, and I think your, your bank account will reflect where your priorities are as far as your money goes. And then your calendar will reflect where mm. your priorities are as far as your time goes. Mm. And you'll see, you know, okay, my time is going towards things that Instagram are right. Doom scrolling. Yep. Use Uh your term, right? Doom scrolling Instagram or, um, we start to realize real quick that actually, oh man, we might not be in good shape here. Yeah. And so are you filling your time? And the whole, this whole message is driving to the idea of community. Um, is there somewhere on your calendar where community is taking place? Are you yeah, setting aside right. time in your calendar sure. to be with other people who believe the same thing? They're going to call you out on your mess. They're going to be mm-hmm. there for you when, uh, as JT said this last weekend, like when the wheels fall off of the wagon, do you have your people ready for you? And are you yeah. being that for them? If that's not in your calendar, then man, you you don't have a heart for community. Then yeah. at this point, you got to get you got to get that stuff calendared out. Yeah, your bank statement. You know, if you've got thousands of dollars worth of charges to the Mm. Apple store, but you haven't given to what God is doing through a church, whatever church family you're a part of, whether it's this one or wherever you're at. If your bank statement doesn't reflect that, then man, where's your heart at? Yeah. Um, First Timothy 610 says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money, not money, the love of money. It's going to be very clear there. For the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith. Please don't miss that. This is such a sharp, sharp word. Um, They have erred from the faith because of their love of money and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Mm -hmm. That is so sad. I was looking that up today because I was just, you know, in uh, preparing for the podcast and just doing that. This verse came to mind and I, you know, everybody knows for the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's the, the nice like catchphrase, but really the full thing, they have ran themselves through with many sorrows. Yeah. How sad is that? Yeah. And I, I don't know. Go ahead. Well, Judy, it goes yeah. back to your point about, you know, the, when, when you're focused on money, when you're focused on things that are not, you know, good and pure and lovely, things that are not of yeah. God, yeah. when you're focused on those things, that's where anxiety starts to come in and worries and strife and trouble. And yeah. so, yeah, I, 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 that verbiage is strong. Yeah. <laughs> Run yourself through with many sorrows. Like that's, yeah. that's very stark phrasing, but yeah, you, yeah, I, well, I, I, th- I totally see how that's I, I think true. it lends yeah. to the seriousness of it, right? That's yeah. right. Like, you have to understand the severity of what happens when you give yourself over to the love of money. When you, um, I honestly, I read this this way too. Like, when you create an idol of yeah. money, of uh, it will, it will literally, it'll, it'll kill you. Yeah. Um, it'll run you through with so many things that you don't need to be burdened with. Um, yeah, because you're chasing after the heartbreak of something not fulfilling the hole that you have that the mm-hmm. Lord should be in because right. you're just chasing something and then you get it and then it's heartbreak and then you chase something else and you get it and it's heartbreak because it's not going to fulfill what you well, becomes, are trying to have it do. It becomes yeah. an addiction. Yeah. You Ooh. become addicted to your, your lifestyle. You become addicted to uh, yeah. what it does for you. And as with all addictions, you will start mm. to compromise. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, you'll compromise things to make it happen. You'll compromise your integrity to get it. You'll compromise your, uh, your morals to get it. You'll compromise what you believe about the Bible to get it. You'll compromise every part of your life in order to get what you have become addicted to, which for a lot of people, and this is going to be, <laughs> I'm going to hit myself with this one, is comfortability. <laughs> See, hold on. Uh-huh. People have become addicted to being comfortable. Yeah. Ooh. And once you become addicted to be comfortable, yeah. you are going to compromise everything in order to make that happen to be comfortable. Yeah. And so it seems a little scary to step out and be a part of a community. It seems a little scary to, to start giving uh, back yeah. to God through a through an organization through an organization or through a church. Yeah. It's uncomfortable to do that, and yet oh. we've become addicted to this idea of comfort, and so we'll compromise those things in order to be comfortable. Do, yeah. You, Dude, that's such an interesting thing that you said. It just made me think like I can already like I can name five people that uh, I know <laughs> that would say like I had a bad day. So I went to the mall and bought a shirt or bought some shoes or 
bought a thing. I I never thought about it like that. Dude, I can mm-hmm. open up my Amazon right now and show you a purchase <laughs> I made. Uh huh. In a Uh-oh. week. Oh. Okay. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't yeah. need it. Was it that cool? Uh, ca- was it that cool camera? <laughs> yeah. That thing is so sick, dude. I yeah, saw, don't saw, tell my wife. It was saw, definitely the camera. Okay. <laughs> does your wife listen to this? I don't know. I know she does. I'm going to be in trouble. No, I did not buy it. Sweetie, I did not buy a camera. I promise. Full disclosure. <laughs> I can show you what it was. Yeah, there, I'm actually kind of curious though. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a, it was I a just week. show you like a ton of Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was a weak moment. And I just, I, I've been looking at it for a while. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, yeah, I finally decided it was a, uh, <laughs> it's a little microphone kit oh, for my camera. The, mm. the thing that I just used like a little yes, while ago. The thing I shot the, yeah. so it's, I mean, it's been useful. It's proven its use. I sure, think. sure. But, that's but the I trap. bought that from a moment of just being overwhelmed with life a little bit. Sure. Being in a spot where I'm like, man, I'm just, gosh, everything's kind of piling on top. Yeah. And I just went, went to Amazon and, mm. you know, I I would, uh, yeah. So. All that to say, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I was going to share. Next next time, can you buy me a microphone that looks like your guys's? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Dang it. laughs> now, granted, it's not like I'm going to sell myself completely up the river and say that's the only reason I bought that. There's a lot of research that went into of which one I was yeah. going to buy. Sure, you're smart shopper. Making sure that there was some use for it, you know, yeah. that was more than just my own personal use. Like, it's going to yeah. be useful here around the church. So all that to say, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't purely that. But it was definitely in a moment where I, I pulled the trigger at a moment yeah. where I knew I was overwhelmed and I knew that I was um, I wasn't feeling on top of a lot you know a few different areas sure. of life and so to your point <laughs> I went and yeah. made a purchase like, yeah because you could rationalize it yeah. an infinite number of ways you can rationalize anything that's how I ended up with our second dog <laughs> I was Uh-oh. gonna say that was my last <laughs> impulse thing. I love the I love the dog. He's very cute. Uh, but that's how I was like, you know what? I just I want another dog. <laughs> and so then we ended up pulling the trigger on that. So <laughs> that's I why I was laughing it. because he's definitely not, he's definitely not useful in any way except that he's cute. <laughs> Well, you were just talking about how useful, useful it is. Your purchase was. Oh, he's yeah, no, that's, that's fair. He's not hundred percent not useful. He does not working for his no, food. Honestly, like Erica and I, we have a really funny thing. Like when we get home, it's it'll be the evening. We're making dinner or doing dishes or whatever, and he'll just be sitting there, super cute, like just staring at us. And both she and I will look at each other, and then we'll look at him, and we're like, "Bro, can you like pull your weight or something?" Like, can you go, yeah, like, can you pitch in a little bit? Yeah, yeah. No, we we do that with our eight month old. <laughs> yeah. We're like, homie, it's time. Yeah. Go like get a you, job. you have been. As soon as you can stand, you can go to the store. You've been on the earth for eight yeah. months, my guy. What you yeah. been doing? Yeah. You Most already... animals can like do their whole thing by now, dude. Hey, you know how many diapers I've changed? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. All that to say spending. Oh yeah. Dude, spending can place. be an addiction. And I never thought about it like that until you just mentioned it. Like how, mm-hmm. um, how true that is. And even for myself and outside of the dog, cause that's kind of funny. I also did make another impulse purchase and it was like super late night. We were actually last year heading into Christmas uh, season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I've seen a lot of other vocalists and other like people in the Christian music industry use this vocal nebulizer thing. Oh yeah. And I bought it and, and Erica woke up the next morning and she was like, what is this? And I was like, Nebulizer. I, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a vocal nebulizer. I really need one. And she's like, you already have one. And I was like, well, it's too late. It's shipped already. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. So, and she was like, that's the last thing that you're buying this year. Oh. So Dude. that was our, uh, that was my When she impulse. finds out that you can dog. just return it, man. That's <laughs> yeah, game <know>. over. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not very sanitary anymore, James. Oh, gotta, that's true, I guess. Yeah, I got to keep it. So, but anyway, all that to say, it was one of those things that in a weak yeah. moment, I was like, you know what? And especially I mean, Christmas season around here is crazy, totally. both fun and really busy and stressful mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And I'm sure I don't have to tell anybody else that. But um, it was one of those moments I was like, you know what? I need this to help sustain me to sustain my vocal performance or whatever it is yeah. that I felt like I needed it for. Um, and has it been helpful? Absolutely it has. But I think yeah. um, really to bring it all the way around in those moments, really thinking about instead of like, what what thing can I buy to help sustain me or to help me do what I need to do? How am I relying on God to sustain me in those same ways? Mm. Um, how am I relying on him to send me through the season of really like busyness or like stress or whatever it is. Right. So, so my wife helps keep me accountable in this because her default, my, uh, my default generally is to go and, you know, buy something off of Amazon. Right. Mm -hmm. Her default is to buy something for someone else. Oh, that's also a trap. 
And so her thing is like, she'll, she'll, and I guess I'm using this to illustrate the fact that she's just hyper generous. I was just going to say, like, how do I fact, get on this oh, list? Repair the fact that I bought the microphones. Um, <laughs> well done. No, she, she, she had texted me. Oh goodness. I guess it was a few months ago, but there's a friend of hers that she, she just had on her mind. And so we were out somewhere and she saw, I think it was a candle or something. She saw this candle and she was like, you know, who'd really like that is this person. And so she, she bought it right there awesome. with that person in mind. Yeah. And so here's me over here, like impulse Amazon purchases. My wife impulse buys four other people. Yeah. How yeah. do I make that list? Which, yeah. Is there, is there a list Friends and family list, dog. Yeah. Is there Wait like, in line like the rest of us? I'm sure it's only a matter of time before you stress her out about something. So I want to be on oh, that I'm list of things. It's that already she- happened. <laughs> Hey, I'm genuinely something sure. Dean is contributing to. I think the amount that you stressed her out went from like a hundred percent, maybe down to fifty percent, because Dean's stressing her out the rest of the time. Oh, 100%. So he's oh, helping, he's helping in that. Yeah. Okay. There's the bright well, that, side. Well, well, that's. <laughs> I got you. Well, that, well, that's great. I I thought where I thought where you were going with that was like there's there can be, and props to your wife for that. There could there could be also an unhealthy way of like wanting to bless other people where like now you're trying to like you care what they think about you you're trying to like buy their affection things like that so so when we say that that's not her she's not totally she's not doing that to get anything back i was using that as a positive i think to say that you know that where again where kevin's going to drive to the the whole base layer of this is are you going to choose stuff like are you going to put your own kind of personal gratification first or are you going to put others first and are you going to prioritize um other people first have yeah. that kind of mindset. My wife's really good at it and I yeah. am not generally a default that good at it. So yeah. I think that's where I was kind of driving at with that one. Yeah. Well, that's great. But I think a caveat to mention though is like just because we should put our focus on other people, like that doesn't mean that we're relying on other people to fulfill us in the way that only God can. Absolutely. Like yeah. you shouldn't oh, move okay, from yeah, like, sure. oh, I'll just buy anything to I'll just spend time with somebody. It's like, no, okay. Well, you need to first and foremost put right. the Lord in that place and then orient the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think if you apply the, you know, seek first the kingdom mentality, right? Yeah. The Beatitudes. Yeah. Which I think probably was, we've already talked about Matthew 6. Is that one Matthew 6 as well? Um, Uh Seek first the kingdom. I think if you've got that mindset when you're going after, you know, for example, like Alyssa buying that gift for that friend of hers, she was just hoping that it would really bless her and, and, you know, make her smile. I think that's a, a genuine and she was blessed by it. And I think that's a reflection of her. Uh, I think that's a reflection of the light of Jesus in her life is the fact that she has that generosity that she's she wants to give. Like yeah. that's just her mindset. Granted, you can be, like you say, too far towards seeking that affirmation from mm-hmm. someone else that that becomes the goal. Yeah. I think it matters what the goal is. It matters what the motivation is. That's but great. If you apply that, you know, kingdom first uh, mentality then you kind of get yourself out of a lot of jams either yep. way, whether you're giving yep. yourself too much or you're giving someone else too much in order to get gratification. Yep. Can yeah. I can Can't I build give a God really too much. can I build a really, really great like segue? I here? wish that you would. So when we're talking about like like really thinking about what other worrying about what other people are thinking about us, really seeking other people's approval, some people will get so spun up on that that it literally spirals them into like anxiety, mm-hmm. like into some crazy stuff. Here's the cool segue. The next uh subsection or like subtitle inside of Luke chapter 12, right after verse 21. Do you want to guess the, the heading? The I literal, Go ahead, James. The literal heading for this literally it says, do not be anxious. Yeah. And it then goes into saying, and then there's obviously, obviously Thank goodness just, Jesus wrote that heading. No, right. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. No, well, this but, is actually a good point here. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to dial into that just for yeah. a second. Yeah. Your headings in your Bible, not inspired. Nope. Right. Nope. Now there are uh, chapters. Yeah. And neither is the way that it's delineated Versus. as far as chapters and, and verse goes. Yeah. 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 The books are yeah. inspired. But they yeah. used to be scrolls. Anyways, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. All that to say, when you're reading your Bible, the headings are good, but don't take yeah. that as, you know, that that's not the inspired word of God. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, the theme, which we'll get into, it's right in the first verse after this, this heading, right? It says, and he said to his disciples, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. Storehouse again. There it is. It's all connected. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you by being anxious can add a single hour Mm. to his span of life? 
dude, the, end. the context of that opens that up. Thanks yeah. for joining us here at the sermon. Oh, yeah, wait, dude, the context of that like totally opens up that passage about don't being anxious because it's like he just told everybody like don't store up for yourselves. And people's right. next thought is like, well, what am I going to do if something bad happens to me? Like I don't have that to lean on. And he's like, bam. Don't, Savage. Dude, that's, it's almost don't like he's the best teacher of all time or don't something. Don't worry about all that stuff, man. Like how much more value do you have? And how, like, is this adding to your life to be worried about the car that you drive, the the school that your kids go to? Does it add, uh, like, <laughs> does it add anything? Does it add value to your life to be worried about these things? Right. Yeah. You got Marie Kondo that thing. Get rid of it. Does not spark word. joy. I think there's a line between, well, let me ask you this. Do yeah. you think, I I'm, don't want to project my own opinion on no, this. No, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. think there's a line between healthy concern sure, and unhealthy, unproductive, ungodly worry? Can you say, sorry, one more time. Do you think there's a line between healthy concern mm-hmm. and unhealthy, ungodly, unbiblical worry and anxiety? I think yes. there is. Yeah. <laughs> because is the I, reason I think that is because as you're yeah, as yeah, you're yeah. talking about that, yeah. you shouldn't be anxious or worry as in stress hardcore yeah. <laughs> over yeah. we also shouldn't be like, oh it's gonna it's gonna work out. It's right. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. There also shouldn't be uh, a lackadaisical yeah. you yeah, should yeah, care yeah. about where your kid goes to school. Yeah. Right. But you shouldn't be like it should not be eating you from the inside out. It yeah. should not be robbing your your joy it should not be or not robbing your joy but clouding yeah the joy good, yeah. uh it, it shouldn't be right it shouldn't be that there yeah. i think there's that, a line there i think, I think when you important. talk about healthy concern i think that's folded into what wisdom and discernment looks like like right. you're you're taking things into account you're like looking at options you're reviewing things yeah. thinking about it what's the wisest your due choice diligence yeah, in, you can come in, to a fork in the road right. and you can think to yourself, what's the wisest choice here? I'm going to think this through. You should not sit down and start rocking in the fetal position at the fork in the roads about, <laughs> the I hope future. I picked the right one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so all that to say, I, I don't want anyone going away, like beating themselves up because they're like, oh man, like I've been thinking all day about where my kid should go to school. For example, to yeah, use yeah, your yeah. example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, think about where your kid should go to school. Yeah. If that is becoming what is ruling your life and that's becoming, you know, that's getting in the way of your journey of discipleship, it's getting in the way of your Christian walk, it's getting in the way of, it's changing who you are, your circumstances, circumstances are defining you at that point, that is when it becomes a concern. And I agree with the statement that I think discernment uh, and wisdom is important to know when you've crossed the boundary from a healthy level of concern into uh, the type of worry and anxiety that the Bible is clear that we should be Mm -hmm. putting away from us. Mm -hmm. Well, let me, yeah, let me jump in. So later, later in in this this breakdown, verse 30, uh, Jesus continues to say, for all the nations of the world seek after these things, food, clothing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and your father knows that you need them, right? So when we're talking about like good schooling, like clothes, houses, over, you know, roof over your head, food, right? He, yeah. God knows that you need those things. Instead, and this is where we get into what you were saying earlier about this, right? Instead, seek his kingdom yep. and these things will be added to you. Boom. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep going. So good. Go ahead. You, you, yeah. oh, Go ahead. Uh, 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 sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. Mm. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Bro, it's all linked. It's all connected. That's crazy. That's good stuff, man. That's it, And it's you wild. get into the... <laughs> Culture has made it so weird to talk about anxiety and yeah, that's true. Worry, um, because and there, I here's the thing: I don't know enough about this topic to make a, a declaration here that's going to make any kind of sense, other than to say I personally am exploring the idea that I think there's such a difference uh, that that comes down to something that is clinical. And that is a, a physiological problem mm-hmm. versus something that is a spiritual problem. And yeah, something sure. that is uh, th- that you can deal with by relying on God through it. I think there's a difference yeah. there. And I think it's important to, to understand that because I think we can burden ourselves with so much 
uh, even more worry that we are experiencing worry. And it becomes this weird feedback loop because we're oh, like, sure. uh-huh. I'm experiencing this anxiety and this worry. Yeah. And you end up kind of getting to the place where you're just, you're in this weird loop you're over and over spinning. again. And so grace is there. Grace is afforded to you. Like, yes, there are going to be times where in your human nature, you will, you know, you'll apply worry yeah. improperly and you, you'll mm-hmm. miss the kingdom first mentality. And you have to have grace for yourself in that situation and then reorient, refocus. That's mm-hmm. a lifelong journey. It's part of the whole sanctification thing. Um, well, let, yeah. me, let me kind of bring us all the way back here to Pastor Kevin's message. He, he says, what defense have you put in place for yourself and family to protect yourselves from the live materialism? And he says, he goes into this one, um, and this is kind of what his bottom line in his message was, mm-hmm. was community. He says, studies will show that as materialism has increased, community and relationship has decreased. Mm-hmm. And so really the question you should be asking is time is money. You should, I'm sure you've heard that saying before. Time, time is money mm-hmm. versus time is connection. Um, and th- that was kind of his... Uh, ending somewhere in there, his ending point. Um, Yeah. Time versus money versus time versus connection. So all that to say, this last weekend we did a huge push for teams and groups. Yeah. um, And there's no short of them here at the church. There's lots of places to get involved, lots of things to do. (laughs) Um, So definitely uh, make sure that you do that. If you feel like you're feeling God is calling you to a certain like ministry or if you feel like he's pulling you a certain way, Please yeah. get involved. Yeah. And I'll clarify that and say that he yeah. is calling you. He is calling oh, yeah, you. Like sure. there's not, it's not an if he's calling you, it's, it is, you are called to yeah. be a part of community. He created for community. Yeah. And to I'm, be a part yeah, of community yeah. and to, to serve his kingdom some way, somehow, and to uh, apply generosity. Those are biblical yeah. commands. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd say it's not about whether or not you should at this point. It's about where you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's and, fair. You know, it, it, if you need to pray about that, sure, but you don't got to pray about whether or not you got to do it. Yeah, sure. you just got to where you, you get just plugged gotta in, figure not, out not when. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's a good clarification. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, um, I didn't want to take away. By the way, I should have asked. Did you guys have any other last minute thoughts? I had the thing about Genesis three that oh, dude, I thought was I, really interesting. Yes, let's go there. Yeah. I'm totally sorry. I no, you're good. Space no, on it. we take us back. It happens, you know. Take, take you back. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Depending on your translation of seven days. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Nice. It actually doesn't relate to that at all. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'd stress stir the pot, I guess. <laughs> to new earthers and old earthers. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Make it a little spicy. <laughs> okay. So, um, nice. dude, I'm blown away. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember how Pastor Kevin like brought this point into the message. He was talking about how the enemy... Um, he spoke to Eve in the garden. What, Do you remember the exact Yeah, time? so the way that I remember, I think it was in Genesis chapter two as he was talking about, like you can oh. even consider the fruit to be a thing Yep. because it was something that you could have, that you could hold. It was a possession that you could obtain. That's, that's what it was. I think the that's what it was. He said, if you have yeah. this thing, then you will be... Like God. Like God. You, you will get what you want if you have this thing. That's, yes. what, that's what the Titan was. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got Dude, you. Dude, it's so sneaky the way that the enemy works though because like... If you notice, like, what's the first thing that he goes after about God's character? Because, like, he's trying to undercut God, right? Yeah. Look at what he says. He says, uh, chapter 3, verse 1, this is the serpent. Mm -hmm. Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Mm -hmm. He's, like, directly going after God's generosity. Like, directly going after God's generosity. He's making Eve focus on what she was not given as opposed to what she was given. Because when she replies like, That's uh, we may take. eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree. So the one, he's trying to bring her focus to the one that she doesn't have by mm-hmm. saying like, did he say that you can't eat any of the fruit? Like, I just think that's so interesting how that that's is an the interesting first take. thing that he goes after is God's generosity. He I may, never thought about he it He starts like that. to have her thinking like, why did God hold back from you? Why did God not give you everything? Why was he not fully and you know, fully generous to mm. you by giving you all th- like interesting how he went for that first thing. Yeah. I've never thought about it like that before. I've always, yeah. I always read that as like the enemy going after the, the, um, the authority of God to say, mm. what did he say? That's how I always thought about it. I never saw it that way. It's an yeah. interesting take. Yeah. And to add the third perspective to that, yeah. I, the way that I had always, or the thing that I camped on in that 
whole little passage is the idea that he doesn't go after it of like, nah, he didn't say that. He said this. No, he asks the question. Like, he, it's a little leading manipulative yeah. thing. It's it's a did seed really? of doubt. Yeah. Did he did he really say that? It's not like a. He didn't say that. He said this. It's not like a. It's not like a a deliberate automatic kind of gaslighting thing, yeah. right? Use that <laughs> yeah. term yeah. Uh, yeah. today. It's like a slow, you know, seed of manipulation to make you think, oh, did, did he? Mm, I don't yeah. know, did he? And so that's what I'd always camped on. I'd never caught on to the idea that it's kind of questioning his... I'd always thought about it of questioning his credibility. I'd never mm-hmm. thought about it as questioning his generosity. Oh, and yeah. that's an interesting that's did an interesting take. I like I, that. Okay, every time I've read this story, I've always thought to myself, I mean, obviously, like you know, if you could play the author, right? Pick up the pen, rewrite the story. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, why didn't she just go, I don't know, let's go ask him. <laughs> like, that would have solved so many problems. She wasn't in community. Oh, yeah. God. oh my God. It's all linked. <laughs> she it's wasn't in linked. communion. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, God, know Ad- the, we know Adam uh, was there, but. The yeah. snake just asked a really good question. You go, go ahead and ask him Can you? Yeah, yeah. Tell question. him what you said. Did you really <laughs> tell him? <laughs> Why didn't she just go, I don't know, Did you say ask that? him. Oh, yeah. see, he cleared it up for us. There you are, Mr. Snake or Mr. Serpent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just pick up the pen, rewrite it, man. Like, man, yeah. why, why didn't you just as easily could have been like, actually, you know, yeah. I don't remember. Let's go ask. And yep. I and I think uh, that's I think the part of the mistake that we make in in today's culture where we go, hey, what did God did God really say? And we don't even consult the word. We just go, oh, I don't know, and we choose. We just make a decision. All roads lead home. And man. then we answer with our own words, and we do like Eve does, where she adds like, neither shall you touch it. She's like just making up stuff now. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, that was not what he oh, commanded. That's you. true. I didn't quote that either. Did you actually not? No. No, she made she made that up, bro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. We're all over there. That was really early on to be all over the map. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's really early on to be confused. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like it was so simple back then. Yep. Yeah. And they didn't have, they didn't have a sinful nature at this point in time. So it was even easier. It was in some ways easier for them to respond because they didn't have sinful nature yet because they hadn't sinned. Well, well, but they clearly had the propensity to sin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we're off on a completely no. This is just, Genesis an interesting one through three. Tangent, you could you know? read Genesis one through three for like an entire year, and something new would come out like every time, dude. It's oh, crazy. Great. Well, there's a lot crammed into that little yeah. yes, there is corner yeah. of scripture there at the front end. Yeah, and John, Genesis and John will keep you busy for yeah. your life. Really, any of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pick a book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Also, yeah. on an encouraging note, I um I had somebody over at my house. How are we doing on time? Are we we're probably blown. We should probably come into land. We're about an hour and five minutes. <laughs> All right. Ooh, land the plane. All right. So um I had somebody over at my house last night and um this person's super dear to me and I had them over for dinner. They came over and um he was telling me it was he? Wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> I've <laughs> never been invited for dinner for whatever that's worth. <laughs> he was telling me. He goes, you know, I started reading the Bible at the beginning of this year. Um, grew up Mormon and was oh like, boy. I, I, unpack. I, I, yeah, I know. I know. Grew up Mormon and was like, you know, I started reading the Bible this year because they just don't teach it in the Mormon church. And I'm learning so much about the character of God. Yeah. He's like, I understand now. And uh, since, by the way, probably it's an awesome thing. He gave his life to the Lord. Praise God. And, uh, Mormons and are not like, Christian, I'm, I'm but. learning so much about the character of God and Jesus. And he came over with just all the questions. He was like, oh, what yeah. about this? What about this? And he's like, what I'm finding now um, is that I'm, I'm finding such a deep, profound love for the word of God that like I'm seeing things and I'm understanding connection points now. So you're mm-hmm. like, it all connects, right? Yeah. He's, he's there now for the first time. Like we we've been there, and I just it was just so cool seeing his excitement over like oh yeah, dude this man. all connects dude yeah the it's Bible so project cool. calls them like hyperlinks to each yeah. other like if you could it's almost like there's like it's blue and underlined in certain parts and if you could click the Bible it would take you to like somewhere else and it yeah. like talks about it like well, it's crazy yeah that's and yeah. that's the benefit of it like a concordance or something but yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah there's an image where someone did all the cross references. Oh, dude, that thing looks oh, crazy. It. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. wild I have to seen see that. how many different references there yeah. are um, just all over scripture. I've always wanted to do, I've had this like video idea that maybe one day that we'll try and do, but this idea of going through scripture with the idea of like highlighting those cross references, but doing it like, you know, in those movies where they're connecting, like, you know, they're investigating a murder and they're like, well, this oh. is linked to this. And then this is linked to that. That red yarn? That is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, imagine, doing it like, imagine doing it in this room that we're in right now 
now and just connecting like this connects to here and then we're like we're over here and then this connects to here and then you can tie I this would need in to be a lot smarter with this over here. Oh yeah, I'm not intelligent enough. <laughs> yeah, I would have to be way smarter that than I am right we now. We should do that, dude. I mean, that that sounds, sounds great. Sick. But that would be a way of like walking through some of the some of the bio, especially when you get into stuff like prophecy. You talk about Bible yeah. prophecy. Oh, like yeah, that yeah. would be a real cool way of connect literally yeah. connecting the dots. Dude, you just like print but, the whole Bible somehow and you like fill up this room with it. I don't think we'll do that. Is that what you're talking about? All that to say. And then you I'll just take the pages out when of my this person, I mean, we, we can flesh out the idea <laughs> okay. outside of the podcast. I'm when already, this person came over going. last night, oh yeah, it was the the point that he was so inspired by what he was reading that he found himself going, I need community. I mm. need to go get with somebody else, as Pastor Kevin was saying. Go and find some, go hang up yeah. Bible studies, go get in a group. He called me and was like, hey dude, I honestly, <laughs> uh, they're family of ours. Um, and so they actually called us and they didn't even ask us, like, hey, is it okay? They invited themselves over. Like, they literally the called them or they were like, hey, we're getting you dinner. Five we're coming out. over. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh. At least they're getting you dinner. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. They're like, hey, we'll buy you dinner, but we have a bunch of questions about the Bible and about church and we just want to come and sit with you. And I was like, okay. I was helping Erica in her classroom. So I was like, well, I guess mm-hmm. I'm going to leave, you know? Going home. Um, yeah. But and, and it ended up being a really, really neat time. But again, all that to say, um, go and get in community. Go and find yeah. somebody, like, get in a group, join a team, do something. Don't. We've got awesome be, groups. We have a bunch of those home groups that we that call we Cove did. Groups. We have Cove up. Groups, meeting people's homes all over Modesto, Riverbank, yeah. uh, Salida, Ripon. I want to say own. there's I'm one in Mantica. Even. Is there really? Oh, snap. Um, so oh, we wow. have, yeah, we That's have awesome. groups literally uh, all over the place. That's great. Um, so make sure you're involved in one of those or we have yeah. marriage groups. Like if you're specifically wanting to, to be in a group with your spouse, work on marriage. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have marriage groups. We have men's groups that they're like, they're yep. action heroes. They go mm-hmm. caving and stuff. Yeah. Spelunking, um, I think is the yes, word. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> either way they go like yeah. into caves and you know, they camp and stuff like <laughs> that's it's, cool. They're cool dudes. And then yeah. uh, there's a women's ministry. They play dice game all the time called Bunko. Bunko? I've heard yep, of this. I have. Never played. And that's an adventure too. Like oh, that in itself, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm more scared of a I'm more scared of an intense bunko game than going into a cave, dude. <laughs> They're the real heroes. About to get kicked in the shin by an old lady, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> I have no idea how bunko works, but anyway. All that to say, we've got groups yes. all over the place here. And that's mm-hmm. how valuable we think they are. Yeah. Um, so please get into a group. Like find your people. Yeah. Find your people. Yeah. Can I make one more shameless plug? <laughs> is it going to be for the worship team? No, no, Although yes, although you, if you feel like you have a gift for uh, like a musical gift, please come and talk to us or fill out a serve card. But I was going to say though, was that even tonight we have prayer night, our oh, first yep. one of the season. So you did both. I did both. Yeah. <laughs> twofer. Yeah. Yeah. Twofer. <laughs> Got it. You gave me the platform. So I took it. Yeah, dude, prayer night, man. Prayer, prayer, prayer and worship night. Yeah. Tonight, 7 PM childcare is provided. So for those of y'all that are trying to get some time away from the kiddos and into some prayer, Please come. Yep. There's going to be worship. Yeah. It's going to be a great time. So, uh, yeah. That's yep. my love to see you here for that. Nice. As always, if there's a way that we can get you connected here, what we're trying to drive towards is uh, more and better disciples. That's the one. Uh, so we want to reach people and then raise them to become authentic followers of Jesus. And that's Ooh, the, journey yeah. that nice. it's the journey that we're on. Uh, it's yeah. the journey that uh, we would love to see you on with us. And we'll walk with you through it. So if there's any way that Shelter Cove can help be a part of that, let us know. We're here for you. Absolutely. We love you. Right on. Uh, James's phone number too. (laughs) 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 No, hey, we should give them Robert's phone number so that way he has something to do when he's sitting Robert, did we ever... Oh my gosh. (laughs) Did we ever find out what airline has that really cool apartment in the plane? Never. I couldn't find it. He gave up. Are you serious? If I Google it right now, the podcast is about to end. I hope not. If in 30 (laughs) seconds I can find this airline... What's the name of the home improvement neighbor? Uh... What's the name of the uh Flight guy? The no, man, I'm bad at this. No, you're Daniel's good at gone. I'm I'm not used to it. It's Etihad. No way. I just found it. I just no looked way. At, I literally, man, I googled. What did I Google? I googled because you're on a computer. Flight. He's on an iPad. It's an iPad. <laughs> iPad. Sorry. Uh, that was an impulse buy when I was feeling particularly low. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> just kidding. We're too deep. We're in too I literally deep. typed in flight the residence. Etihad A380. <laughs> Also, okay. also, the, also, the name of the neighbor is Wilson Wilson Jr. <laughs> Wilson Wilson Jr. <laughs> so nice you got to say it twice. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's I don't know if you guys can see this on camera, but oh, if not, zoom in later or stellar. something. But it's, yeah. Yeah. And that's the guy that we talked about that does the, uh? 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 That, <laughs> he just does it so well. I, I don't practice, know if that that's actually him, but that's his name. Wilson Wilson oh, Jr. Oh, my gosh, that's... 
Okay. So good, dude. Man. <laughs> oh, There's a community like of people currently on their phones. I don't, I don't know. This yeah, is a great right. podcast. Yeah. Figured out. Okay. Well. This podcast called "Man Looks Things Up on a Phone." <laughs> <laughs> Robert, we love you, man. We love you, dude. We, we do. Love you. <laughs> Thanks for being we back here you. and filling in while yes. Daniel's just been as out. well. You don't have to earn yeah. it. Couldn't earn it. Don't deserve it. It's like just like the Rick Astor. Just like the song. Oh gosh. Well, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and dealing with our shenanigans. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>